Today on My First Concert. I walk up the stairs and all of a sudden, who's coming down by himself but Evander Holyfield? (laughs) And I'm like, uh, oh my gosh. Like I was a little bit like, oh my God, what do I do? You know, I got to go to the bathroom, but like I can't miss this opportunity. (laughs) That's today on My First Concert. Dave Lee here. Great to have you with along with Brianne. Brianne, great to see you as always. Good to see you. And on today's show, an award-winning reporter, Mary Tan, who has her own PR agency, also works for the Humane Society. She's got some great stories along with Brad Madsen, a former U of M star tennis player, and also with the Vikings Community Relations Forever. The director there worked with pretty much any Viking you know. Still remains good friends with all of those people as well. Today on My First Concert. Mary, thanks for coming in. Oh, thanks for having me, Dave. This is so exciting. Well, great to have you in. And Brad, good to see you. Good to see you. I've listened to the podcast. I've really enjoyed them all. Well, we appreciate that. They're downloadable, of course, at Apple, at Spotify, at TalkNorth.com. You can just subscribe. That's probably the easiest thing to do. And it's all brought to you by Star Bank, a family-owned bank with 10 locations right here in Minnesota. Also, uh, from our friends at Aquarius Home Services, who have received the Minnesota Best Gold Award by the Minneapolis Star Tribune. And also today by our friends at Propane. Propane, the environmentally friendly energy for everyone. Well, the title of the show is My First Concert, Mary. Your first concert. Do you remember it? Yeah, absolutely. It was actually Madonna. Oh, my. At Madison Square Garden. At Madison Square Garden. Yes. So (laughs) I was... First concert, Madonna at Madison Square Garden. Yes, I led a very sheltered childhood. (laughs) Grew up in Ashland, Wisconsin. And um, had very traditional Asian immigrant parents. So I didn't really go to any concerts or anything until I moved to New York City right after I graduated from the University of Minnesota. Um, And uh, got this opportunity to uh, live and work uh, in New York City at New York One, which at the time was owned by Time Warner Cable, the first 24-hour local news channel in the nation. It was also the first um, uh, television cable network where the reporters were multimedia journalists, meaning that they had to shoot their own stuff. Wow. So now wow. it's standard, right? Mm-hmm. In all TV stations, because it's, it's cheaper. And also the cameras now are so small, you can do that. So New York One piloted that. I got an opportunity um, to go there through the Radio Television News Directors uh, Foundation and um, they sponsored my way out there, and they put me at New York One. And I think I was two weeks um, living in New York City, didn't know anyone. Um, I stayed at this really cool uh, hotel called the Webster Apartments. It's based after, you know that show, Bosom Buddies? Yeah, Tom Hanks, right? Yes, so that show was based on this hotel, which was only for women. Wow. Between 18 and 22 who were single, moved to New York City um, for an internship or a very low-paying job. So I think I paid like $250 a week to live there. That was very affordable, included all meals. And it was sponsored by the Macy's. Um, It was originally built by Macy's to get... Um, rural women from across the country to move to New York City in the 1920s or 30s to work in their department store. Mm. Um, so now it's it's no longer really Macy's related. It's still funded by um, their philanthropic so side. So still there. It's still there. 
um, anybody you pay based on your income. And it was just a, a phenomenal time. So I'm, I'm kind of going in tangents, but to get to this, to get to the concert part of it, I was in New York City for two weeks and Steve Paulus, who was the news director at the time, and he's also a graduate of the University of Minnesota um, School of Journalism, and he just happened to get two free tickets to like the front row of Madonna. <laughs> and he wanted, he was just an amazing person, and he just wanted me to experience New York City mm-hmm. being there. Um, he used to make fun of me because my first week there, I, I asked for milk with my lunch. <laughs> Nobody does that. And he was like, oh my God, this girl is from Minnesota. She's like a Midwestern gal. This girl's got to like get out there. And so he's like, I'm going to send you to this Madonna concert. So I invited another girl um, who, uh, amazing gal. She was from Texas, um, small town in Texas, never been to New York City either. And so we went together. She was an intern at the Metropolitan Museum of Art. So you can see, like, this hotel was filled. Well, hotel Pretty cool internships between the two of you, though. (laughs) Yes. I mean, everybody there, like, there were Guggenheim Museum people, like, all of the major um, attractions that had internships. And you know interns don't make any money. Like, these art galleries pay nothing to their interns. Either did the TV stations at the time. So we were all living there. So I took her... And we were sitting in the front row. And what was amazing was like to my right was Gloria Estefan. Oh, wow. (laughs) And I was like, she was jamming out. And like, she was just dressed normal. So like, I, nobody really could tell it was her. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so Madonna was my, it was an amazing, I think it was like her like a virgin tour. Um, Did she lip sync? Could you tell? (laughs) Did Gloria Estefan? No, Madonna. Uh, I couldn't tell. I think it was real. I mean, she was, this was a long That's time ago. That's a fair question, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she was still pretty young, but it was like. Oh, she was, film. I mean, she was the it girl then, right? She yeah. was a front row Madonna, like a virgin tour. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And Hottest I Hottest mean, ticket in town. Had to be. Yeah. I mean, I was probably like 10 feet from, from her. <laughs> it was like amazing. I was just staring at her. Mm. The whole time. So that was my um, that was my first concert. Well, it's hard to go to a second one after that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what a show, man! And and uh, did you did you walk to the you walked obviously to the garden? Yeah, because and then um, on the way back home, did you stop and have a cold milk at a bar? Or? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I think I had to work the morning show the next oh. day. So you know how that is. I babe. know it well. Yeah. So I think I had to be there at like 5 a.m. Yeah. So I think I got out of there at midnight. But the Webster um, Apartments was just a few blocks from Madison Square Garden. So I walked. Wow. Bradley, I don't know how you topped that. What's your first? I, I, You've been to a lot of them. Well, I, it's tough to top that one. However, I can because I went to the, <laughs> the 80s icon, Rick Springfield, was oh my, my first gosh. concert. And still singing. Still, yeah, he's still out there. He's still, still popular. And... Uh, um, so I'd played in uh, a tennis tournament with Mimi McKay, who was Harvey McKay's daughter. I think most people know who Harvey is. And she played at Brown. I played for the Gophers. And we were playing mixed doubles tournament. And we won a few rounds and stuff like that. And she's cute. I thought, well, you know, going <laughs> to try and take a shot here. And so there was a guy at the club that was, uh, knew, the, knew all the promoters and I said, hey, you know, Spring, uh, Springfield's coming to town. Can you take care of me? So he got me 
two tickets, 15th row. I thought, wow, this is amazing. So I invite Mimi, and she agrees to go. Of course, who could turn down seeing Rick Springfield? Yeah, and, and with Brad. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, so I, I, um, she asked me where the seats were, and I was kind of proud. I said, "Wow, we're in the fifteenth row." I, oh, wow, center stage. Okay. And so uh, I pick her up in my uh, Chevy Chevette, and of course, the McKay family's pretty well to do. Probably first yeah, time yeah, she'd been yeah, in the yeah, Chevette. Yes, yes. I used to drive around town when when it was ninety degrees with the windows rolled up, so it looked like. I I had air conditioning, <laughs> but but we we go to the concert and 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 who's in front of us in row fourteen? But her relatives, her uncle and stuff like. Oh man, I'm I'm not I'm out of my league socially here. But she, she's super nice and it was a great time and great show. Wow, yeah, that well, that's pretty impressive too. Rick Springfield still going. All right, we got a lot to talk about here. We got Brad and Mary with us today on my first concert. Great to have you with. It's being brought to you in part by our good friends over at Talk North Bank. That's uh, our network's bank. Star Bank is what I'm talking about. Dependable friend to have too. I actually have real people that answer the phone when you call, so that's pretty exciting. And uh, chances are, when you when you leave the bank. You're going to know some folks pretty well. They're going to know you. The next time you go back in, you'll you'll probably know, recognize Andy or Harry or Katie or whoever it is, but they all get to know you, and that's kind of cool. Now, not all of us can get into the bank, and obviously you want the technology to be able to do it from your phone or from your computer, and they have all of that. They have the apps. They have a great website. It's starbank.net. That's not an issue, but it really is kind of cool, particularly when it comes to finances when you can meet and see somebody. And that's a big difference maker for them. They know how it works. Ten locations uh, throughout Minnesota. In a rural Minnesota, they've made these decisions with folks for years and years. And that's why they're successful. People love working with them. And they reinvest in the communities that they're in. You'll see that as well when you're in any one of these communities. So find out about the integrity they offer, the customers that they know, uh, their agility when it comes to making quick, moving decisions, which you in business have to make sometimes. All the technology you need, just great people with a great product. I mean, I always say it, but they just do a just do a really good job. So walk in, get to know them if you have the chance. Otherwise, make sure that you take advantage of all the technology that they have as well. Starbank.net. They are very good. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Mary, Las Vegas was your home for a while. Yeah. And there's no way you don't have a story or two out of Las Vegas. Oh, my goodness. Oh, so probably the one I'm probably most known for was... <laughs> The day I got Evander Holyfield's first interview after he got bit by Mike Tyson. Okay, you got to tell us a story now. It's a little uh, for music, but it is such pop culture and mythical to some people, but it actually happened and you were there. So take us through that. Yeah. So I was a reporter at the NBC affiliate in Las Vegas for three years and um Part of my, a, a lot of the times I was like the crime reporter, but on this particular day, they put me on entertainment because in Las Vegas, the themes, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what the late night newscasts are all about. And I work the 11 PM out there the news is on at 11 instead of 10 because it's Pacific time. And I um, got assigned to cover the red carpet for the big Tyson Holyfield fight at the MGM studio. So yeah, it'll be a A-list a, a, a lineup for that. I oh imagine. my God. Yeah. Those were like amazing celebrities. Everybody um, at the time who was anybody was at this fight. This was the big fight of the year. 
And um, so I'm interviewing a lot of models. I remember in particular, I got Christy Brinkley mixed up um, with another blonde model. I can't remember who it is. Oh, Cheryl Teagues. And like I called Cheryl. I, I just got them mixed up. And I remember it was Christy Brinkley who was like not happy. Like, apparently it, it happens quite a bit. And so I'm interviewing all these celebrities. Soupy Sales was coming. Oh, Soupy, soupy Sales. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Deep track. Yes. Was, but, yeah. yeah. You know, but he was everywhere. He was everywhere. I'm, I'm sure he was big in Vegas. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Wayne Newton came down. Oh, my. Um, who was it? Uh, Sean Cassidy came down. Awesome. All these people were there that... Um, and so, you weren't a little starstruck by Sean Cassidy. He seemed to have that magic. He did. Well, he... Um, he would always hang out at the CBS affiliate. Mm. Like he would just pop by and want to talk to like the reporters and anchors. Kind of like I heard Jesse Ventura used to do here mm -hmm. and just call up the news stations. Well, Sean Cassidy just used to show up and just Smart. hang out. Anyways, um, so I'm assigned to cover this. And then I, I'm thinking, okay, I'm done after, you know, the, the match starts. But then all of a sudden I get a call from the producer that says, get to UMC as fast as possible, which is um, University Medical Center, which is the equivalent of like the Hennepin County um, uh, downtown hospital downtown, um, the, you know, the major trauma center. And they said, Tyson just bit Holyfield. And I'm like, what? And they're like, none of our reporters can get out of the MGM because it was like, you know, there's thousands and thousands of people there and they're like but jump in your car get there as fast as you can so we did and we were one of the first crews there um we got there you know just slightly after holyfield arrived um because of course he was ambulanced out and so we're waiting around we're waiting around and then i tell um my crew i said i have to go to the bathroom <laughs> so I'm like, well, where's, where's a bathroom? I'm looking around. And then I ask a security guard and I said, Hey, I, is there a bathroom around? And he's like, well, there's one here, but it's full. So why don't you go up to the second floor and use the one up there? Just take the side stairs. So I did. So I walk up the stairs and all of a sudden who's coming down by himself, but Evander Holyfield. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, oh my gosh. Like I was a little bit like, oh my God, what do I do? You know, I got to go to the bathroom, but like, I can't miss this opportunity. <laughs> and so, you know, his ears bandaged. So I'm like, uh, Mr. Holyfield, are you okay? Like, how's your ear? And he's like, oh, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be just fine. And then I said, um, you know, I'm a reporter here at the NBC affiliate. And, um, you know, I, I have to get an interview. I was wondering if you could do a quick interview with me right now. And he's like, sure. And I don't know. I was shocked because his hand, where were his handlers? And everybody, he was by himself. And so I said, but I knew that all the media was out in the front. So I quick called my, um, uh, at the time there was a producer with me as well as a photographer who was running the live trucks at the time to go live. So I said, I called them. I said, meet me around back. And then I took uh, uh, Mr. Holyfield, Evander, around back because I didn't want the media to see him. So we went to the back of the building um, my crew got there, met us in the back, it, and it, the timing was just perfect. It was like a quarter to 11 right before our live broadcast. 
And so I was calling back to the station. I said, you need to take me right at the top of the show. And they're like, why? And I'm like, because I have Evander himself. And I'm like screaming and freaking out. And I'm like, I don't care. And we got to keep this a secret. We got to keep him a secret. So I think between my producer and I, we kept Evander. Like, you know, I said, you know, just hang with us for 15 minutes, please, please, please. And so finally we did it. And then 30 seconds after I was live on the air, all, everybody heard about it. And then we just got swarmed. More and more journalists swarmed around us as I was finishing up the interview. And then as soon as I wrapped it up, bang, he was like in this, this poor guy got surrounded by the media, just hounded. And he ended up like doing an interview with everybody, but... That's the story. You were the first. That wow. And your bladder survived. <laughs> I know it didn't. <laughs> but at that point, I just didn't care. <laughs> yeah, you got to yeah. get the job. It takes over. Number one, part yeah. expression. Part expression. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, Bradley, let's talk a little bit about uh, some of your experiences in the music world because you've met, a, I mean, you know so many. Uh, athletes, all pro athletes, they still remain good friends yeah. of yours, but you've met some of the stars along the way too. Yeah, well, that was part of the, the, the fun part of the job is like uh, the Prince's people called up and said, uh, you know, for the Raven to the year in 2000, you know, hey, we'd love to have some Vikings uh, football players come out to this. And uh, I think they taped on, it was on either on a Thursday or a Friday. And I said, well, sure, of course, it would help if uh, the community relations guy could probably join those guys. <laughs> <laughs> so so um, uh, Robert Smith, huge Prince fan, uh, Jake Reed, Melanie, uh, Melanie Carter, Chris Carter's wife, um, Bonita Reed, they wanted to go. So got a handful of guys, uh, Jim Klein Saucer, to, uh, to go to the deal. And um, so earlier, I'd... Uh, been in some movies as an extra mm-hmm. and and one of them was uh mall rats and kevin smith was the director and i yeah. played a a cameraman and uh ended up in a in a, a car with kevin smith um for like half hour at least um while we did the scene two or three times so at any rate uh that was a few years before go to the rave onto the ewer and uh um uh, Jim Kleinsauce goes, uh, hey, there's a uh, Silent Bob over there, and it's Kevin Smith. <laughs> well, I I had taken a date to the movie when it came out, when Mallrats came out, and I thought, well, this is going to be great. Oh you yeah, know? talk and about I, a pressing I, this, date. That's right. Where was Mimi McKay? Yeah. So, <laughs> so 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 I, I'm I'm watching the movie. And I'm like, shoot, I think this is where my scene would have been. So he walked the whole movie, ended up on the cutting room floor. So I at at uh, the Prince's deal. I go over to Kevin Smith. I said, "Hey, you know, uh, got, I was in the in the car with you and uh, shooting the scene." And I said, "I ah, scene ended up cutting room floor." And uh, he he goes, "Oh, you got to get the DVD." So that has deleted scene. So I got that and saw saw the um, saw the, uh, the the scene which uh, was fun with Jason Lee, etc. So um, uh, do the concert. Were you able to show her that at some point? I, no, it was, it was, oh, it was. So that was in. You I'm weren't in the single. movie. She, she <laughs> no, dumped no, you like a, a bad <laughs> habit. <laughs> yeah. um, but, but so, uh, so we're there and enjoying. And then, um, uh, Prince of course came out late, etc. So I didn't see some of the guys and I was also at the Vikings. I was the guy that would line up the players for the starting lineups as they, they get introduced, you know, Chris Carter, you know, hold up, don't go. Okay. You can go. And, uh, so Robert Smith was always the last guy. And um, so uh, I, I'm, it sounds easy, but these guys are pretty amped up. Oh, yeah. Out on, so I, to get them in the right order, it ain't that easy. 
So we get 10 of them out there. Robert Smith's uh, the last one to go. He's going to play in a big game in, in front of, you know, the full Metrodome, millions of people watching. So he says to me, heard he didn't come out till 2 o'clock in the morning. I said, what are you talking about? He goes, yeah, Prince, he didn't come out till 2 o'clock because Robert didn't show up to go to the thing. He bagged it. So I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't come out till 2. And then he runs out and had a great game. It's like, can't make it up. I knew, I knew when, when I first, through Denny, when I became the community relations guy, I, I, the very first day I went down to the locker room and there was John Randall teaching all the defensive line, the Macarena. <laughs> I thought, holy buckets, this is going to be a wild ride. <laughs> and it was. Oh, totally. Well, you did that for how many years, Brad? Uh, well, I was at the Vikings 25 uh, overall and yeah. 2022 as the community relations guy. Oh yeah, so, you were the guy. They depended uh, on you. Three different owners and uh, I think four four head coaches. Tough to, tough to survive that oh, one. <laughs> it is. You did though. And then you were able to retire <laughs> on your own NFL, terms, which is unusual. And NFL <laughs> pension. NFL pension. <laughs> hey, um, uh, we'll be back with uh, Brad Mary some more here on my first concert. They've got a ton of stories. I just hope we have enough time for all of them. I do want to thank the folks at Propane, the environmentally friendly energy for everyone for bringing this show to you. And it's really a crucial time for us to understand reducing carbon emissions. Certainly, I think we all realize it's a good thing. But I don't know if we all know how to reduce those emissions and yet meet the needs that we have in this, on this planet. So that's where propane comes in. Here's an excellent way to reduce emissions and yet meet energy needs today. It's clean. Propane is clean. It's non-toxic. It's an energy source that helps reduce carbon emissions, and that helps right now. We've talked about propane's carbon intensity score many times. Here in Minnesota, it's only 80. And great electricity in Minnesota, just to compare them. Now, that includes wind and solar, which you hear a lot about. That has a much higher carbon intensity score of 136. So I am guessing you may not know that using propane is that much cleaner than electricity. Now, there's an abundance of propane, too. You need to know that. And the growth of renewable propane means it can be used for generations to come, not just us. Millions of Americans rely on propane for a number of things. And maybe it's fueling your vehicle on-road, off-road. Maybe it's your home. Maybe it's your business. Whatever. It does make propane the right energy right now. So I'd find out more about it. And that's simple. What it can do for you, and more importantly, maybe right for the environment, for all of us. Go to propane.com. Mary, any memorable concerts stand out? I mean, it's hard to, like I said, you go to your first one and it's Madonna. I don't know what you do for a follow up. Um, so my taste is kind of eclectic. Mm-hmm. Um, but Brad and I actually went to this together. <laughs> Jesus, and you there. give me grief about Rick Springfield. I know. We went, by the way, we went to the Hello Kitty Super Cute Friendship Festival. We were VIP uh, attendees, and we were like, um, it was us, and then like two or three like four-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> and we paid like $250 to go. <laughs> Hello Kitty's her thing. Yeah, Hello I'd Kitty. Just, I'd tag along. No, there. you had, had tons a, of Hello Kitty. I had to dress up like Don't one of the characters. It. I had to you dress did? up like Daniel. Yes, <laughs> Hello Daniel's <Kitty's> boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> and wear a blue but, boat. I'm surprised <laughs> you're telling us that. <laughs> I know. Um, but that's an important part of Brad that he doesn't like to admit to other people. He's but, a, well, he learned to be a team player. He had to, right. to survive. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes, but actually one of my favorite, um, and I don't know if you know Maya Nishikawa. She used to be a reporter at Channel 4 at WCCO. Yes, yep. She's now a I don't know her. Needs. I know who she is. Yeah, she's now a special needs teacher, but she's also a fanatic of this band. So we went to see Cuckoo Kangaroo. <laughs> 
And now they, have you heard of them? I have not. Brianne, have you? They didn't open for Metallica one time, did they? I don't think so. I think it's a kid children's band. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, actually, they perform uh, for elementary. They perform Mm -hmm. in elementary schools and they perform at nursing homes. Mm -hmm. So they have the gamut. Um, But we went to see them and they sing songs about cats. And And we we can mention that Maya has a daughter that was young that also came along to the yeah, but she wasn't really part of it. She was, it was, yeah. and so Brad, Brad was a bigger part of it. Brad was dancing. No. Brad was singing along. Oh. Um, and I encourage everybody to listen to them. They are two guys who can't sing. They use synthesizers to help them. Um, my favorite song is Cat Party. And you know what? That band meant just as much to me as Madonna. I believe it. Yeah, see, that's cool. You know? Yeah. Um, so I'm very, they should open for Madonna. Wouldn't that be quite a show? (laughs) They should, they absolutely should. Um, and then the other, um, I listen a lot to cat related music now. Mm -hmm. I mean, I am an animal person. Yeah. Well, you you're with the humane society. Exactly. Um, so I also like to listen to actually one of my clients. Um, he's an influencer, Sterling Trap King Davis. He's a former rap professional rapper with tech nine. Mm-hmm. Gave it all up to rescue cats and get them spayed and neutered. And now he raps about cats. And he's on social media. Yes, he's got a huge social media following. He was featured on Netflix. Um, he's part episode three of um, Cat People, a series. And he's doing a bunch of different things right now, like with Vice Media. He's on a show. Um, and so I, I also promote him. So, and also Nathan, the cat lady. So I represent a lot of influencers. Nathan, the cat lady is a huge LA actor. He's in a lot of Lifetime and Hallmark Channel movies. Mm-hmm. Um, he usually plays, um, he's a very attractive fella, um, but he usually plays like the annoying little brother to the stars mm-hmm. you know, of the show. Um, but yeah, so I do a lot of work with them and uh, we, we travel around and we work with brands. Wow! Well, yeah, events. yeah, you've had great success with that, but I didn't know anything about cuckoo kangaroo. So. <laughs> yes, I su- highly suggest. That's why I love to show you. I'm getting enlightened on a lot of music that I was unaware of. You need to tune into them. They're on. You can see. You know, another one of my. Um, well, I'd like to go with you and Brad sometime. As Brad's in costume, yes! that'd be even better. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Brian, you're in on this, aren't you? Oh, good. I think I might be busy producing <laughs> that day, but you guys have fun. Oh lordy! Tell me about Jennifer Tilly. Oh, well, that was, uh, that was one, you know, our friend, uh, Molly Mulvahill Steinke, there used to be Planet Hollywood out at the mm-hmm. Mall of America. So, uh, there was a meet and greet. I think I was out there with De- Dennis Green and, uh, she was there and, uh, and, uh, she was promoting something. So I, I got a photo with her and she was like the most down to earth person, you know, I am Brad, the community Vikings guy, blah, blah, blah. I have, you know, somebody here from it. And, uh, I said, Hey, they're going to take our photo over here and and she turns and we take the photo she goes ah oh, thanks a lot they gave me a chance to suck in my gut oh, <laughs> was too funny. yeah she was i think she's like a, a poker player like a professional poker player now yeah really wow. really interesting jody wow. messina jody wow that was big bad brad johnson so the quarterback uh, brad was a quarterback back in the day and mm-hmm. the united way uh came up with this idea for a fundraiser for uh, NFL stars to record 
uh, songs with their favorite artists. And so, you know, some guys did with rap, some guys did it with pop. Uh, Brad did his with Jody Messina. So um, she, uh, she came to a concert at um, Mystic Lake, and the people called me up and said, hey, would Brad Johnson be available to come out and do their uh, duet, I'm a Survivor, and uh, and uh, thanks, Brian. And uh, and so uh, I said, Brad, hey, you know they'd love you. I I go, you want to go? He goes, uh, yeah, I'll bring, I'll bring Nikki, who's his now wife, and his son uh, was starting quarterback currently at Texas A&M. But Nikki, they were dating at the time. He goes, I'll do it, but don't tell Nikki that I'm going to go up and sing the song. <laughs> so I didn't say anything. So oh, we're, I love it. We're, we're there sitting there. And then uh, Joey said, I've got a friend out here. I know Brad Johnson's here. Would you, Brad, would you come up and, uh, you know, sing a little song with that? And Brad goes, oh, geez. You know, <laughs> and he played it off beautifully. And he goes yeah. up there, didn't, didn't miss a note. Oh, it the crowd fun. had to love it. Oh, he, he, he Brad's just, just one of the greatest guys that, uh, you know, it's like, I always have like my top five of great guys. And yeah. One of them. Yeah. yeah he sure. was a good guy. I yeah. think you used to help get him on the show. We used to talk oh, to him every right. week as I yeah, remember. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. No matter what game happened, it was like, he was mm-hmm. pretty even all the time. And of course you never know. Oh yeah. I love one of my favorite quotes was, uh, it was after a bad game. He goes, Hey, I don't have a rear view mirror in my car. Cause I never look back. <laughs> Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, well, uh, that was, you know, our friends at uh, the Starkey Hearing Foundation, they'd bring in some biggies. And um, so you didn't know who you're going to meet. I'd help, of course, get some players to the event, and Kyle Rudolph became a big supporter, Steve Hutchinson, Chad Greenway, Harrison Smith. So we'd, we'd go, and uh, then they'd have a little private meet and greet before. You didn't know who you'd meet. So you get there, and uh, out comes Johnny Depp and um, Alice Cooper. <laughs> and they're they're in the uh, Hollywood vampires, and they sing songs like by the doors. All all bands that have had their lead singers die. <laughs> oh, that's the songs <laughs> that's they do. The, 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 yeah, and it's a macabre Al- act, but God. it's probably pretty good. And Alice Cooper, <laughs> speaking of macabre, he looked he looked like death in the meet and greet, but yeah. nice. Depp, very. Yeah, I heard Alice Cooper's a very nice guy. Yes, good golfer. Oh, somebody told me. Yeah, and so. But uh, Depp had charisma that if you didn't know that he was an actor and he walked in the room, he's one of those guys like that's somebody. But uh, they, they, uh, Alice Cooper then gets on stage. He just kills it. Just, just uh, remarkable. That was, uh, that was a fun one. Yeah. Okay. And Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons, uh, big guy, and he's smooth as silk. And and um, kiss. Yeah. Um, one Lenny Wilf is uh, one of the Vikings owners. Yeah. He's friends with him. Like. Like oh. not like meet and greet friends like me and Gene. No. Yeah, but <laughs> they're yeah. legitimate yeah. friends. And so uh, I I had just finished reading his autobiography, and I thought, oh, perfect. I got a couple bones to throw him about the autobiography. And so I go, oh, you know, nice to meet you, blah blah blah. I just read your autobiography, and he goes, which one? <laughs> I'm going like, you're only supposed to write one autobiography. Yeah. I totally totally blew it, and uh, you know, I basically fumbled through chatting with him for a little bit after that. So he was good. <laughs> All right, I got to ask you about somebody that uh, I think a lot of us had a crush on when she was singing back in the '80s, and you had a chance to meet her. I want to ask you about that. Mary and Brad are with us here. Mary Tan, Brad Madsen. This is my first concert. Dave Lee here. Great to have you with. Hey, uh, congratulations by the way to uh, Aquarius Home Services, the Minnesota Best Gold Award by the Minneapolis Star Tribune. They just won that, and you voted them. Readers voted them top home services company in heating and cooling, plumbing electrical, and water treatment services. Now, I am not surprised by that. 
because I've worked with Jeff and his staff at Aquarius for over two decades, and I know firsthand how they always put customers first. That's just not a slogan over there. It really is the truth, and they work hard every day. I will say they earn the right to be recommended because they will treat your home, obviously, and your time with respect, but I just want to say congratulations to the entire team out at AquariusHomeServices.com if you're trying to reach out to them, do it that way. And whether it's a furnace tune-up uh, in the wintertime here or it's something for the summer, air conditioning tune-up, whatever it is, they take care of that makes the furnace last longer and the AC lasts longer too. So you have a little uh, less to worry about there, to say the least. But they're good at everything. And questions or concerns about water, about heating or cooling, plumbing or electrical, uh, they're just a click away. I think all those years, I, I don't know, 20 years, I always drank water. I never drank coffee. I never drank anything else, but I always drank water early in the morning. And it was always, honestly, and you can ask anybody that worked with me, it was Connecticut Water from AquariusHomeServices.com. Outstanding uh, operation. And now the voters have just affirmed what a lot of us have known for many years. Bradley, tell me about Debbie Gibson. Oh, well, it was another uh, Molly Mulvihill Steinkey special. So she called me up and said, uh, Deb, Deb, Deborah then, she was in town doing Funny Girl. Yeah, that's right. It was Deborah. Deborah Gibson. Oh, doing Funny Girl. Yeah, wow. She, and so uh, she said, hey, would the Vikings like to come out and represent and stuff like that? So I did the traditional bring the jersey out and then um, some Viking stocking hats and uh, gave it to her and had a meet and greet. Really, really hit it off, like uh, talked for maybe 10 minutes or so. And uh, she said, hey, would you like to come to the show? I said, sure. Did you, know? you try to hit on her? Well, yes. I thought there was a, why not? I'm, I I'm human. I got a story to tell. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> no. Brad has no. needs. Uh, that's right. <laughs> so so uh, I was telling Jeff Brady was our middle linebacker at the time, just total character. And I said, hey, you know, I met Deborah Gibson and, and, and uh that's probably like 96, 97. And she's very nice. She's very, very nice. charismatic. Yeah, yes, that's very, very, yeah. very much so. And so uh, so I'm telling this in the locker room, he starts to give me grief, like, you, know, you think you can win Debbie Gibson over with a couple of toboggan hats, as he called stocking <laughs> toboggan hats. I said, listen, I've got invited to the concert and to go backstage after. You know, why don't you, why don't, why don't you come and see, you know, see how the chemistry is there. See, so, see how the great one weaves. Yeah. Is magic. <laughs> yes. So we go and bring a camera. This is before phones and everything. Oh, and yeah. I told Brady, I said, okay, we go back there. Here's the camera. I don't want to say, can I get a picture with her? I want you to go, hey, let me get a picture with you guys. That You have one role. Enjoy the play. And one go job. Back there. Yes. Yeah. So we go backstage, and then we meet her, and then she's there uh, with her boyfriend. Oh, this is my boyfriend. Great. Okay. <laughs> or a story of my life. Yeah. And, and, and then, you just and, ruined and, the night, and, but and that's then he, okay. He, he's on a soap opera. Okay. So he thinks he's doing us a favor. Okay, great. And then so Brady goes, hey, let me get a photo with you guys. And... um and then uh, the soap star gets in there, so it's like a three shot. And Brady points, you know, no, you, you, you get, get out of the way. <laughs> so you know, perfect. So the, the picture turned out great, and I sent it down to her. She autographed it. And, uh, you know, she's really made a resurgence. I mean, she she's has. just in town. She's touring so good, now. Good for, what a talented person. So, yeah, that was, wow. that was me. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's it. It looks it looks like a, like an engagement photo. The two of you. Yes, no, it does. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was, I, I thought I'd seen it before. Maybe in the paper under when they used to put engagement photos back in the day. Yes, it's a great photo. Oh, yeah. I just met her in passing one time uh, in a hallway uh, briefly, but 
uh, we chatted a bit, and I'm sure she was enamored by the Daver. I'm almost positive. Of course. But <laughs> but she was so she was very nice, and she just was seemed like a regular person. Yep. So yep. really engaging. Yeah, but she was she was red hot. Uh, at the time that you, I didn't know she did Funny Girl. Yep, yep. She she did a lot of uh, stage stuff, so pretty pretty versatile entertainer, that's for sure. Hmm. Well, I, what are we leaving out? Anything I'm leaving out here at all? Um, what about that Spice Girl that you met that you keep you always oh. talked about her? Oh well, <laughs> so uh, um, uh, Scary Spice, yeah, Mel B. So I met her at at Starkey and was chatting with her and. Yeah, I don't know this, this, but so she had her, she, 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 uh, uh, was there and pretty friendly and stuff. And, uh, but after I left, uh, I was kind of, uh, I kind of was crushed is that she was, she was out smoking a cigarette, <laughs> you know, that Starkey gives cold out, but she had to have her cigarette. So, oh yeah, Mel B, she, she was cute. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think she. Was hitting on me on that. You that should day. tell. You should. Oh Jesus! Are we almost out of time? Dave? You should invite Dave over to your place. Oh, and he can yeah. say your sh- yeah, your yeah. shrine. Yes, yes, yes. He's yes. a shrine of photos. Well, oh, I'd love yeah, to see him because yeah, sure. you, you, well, both of you between the two of you, how many different people have you met well, through the years? I mean, a lot of people. We we hope for a brush with greatness, and you guys, it was part of your gig, yeah. right? Well, Martha Stewart hates me. Why? Because uh, she had just got let out of prison, and she was appearing at the, I think it was then, the Dayton's um, Furniture Store on France Avenue. Oh, yeah, yeah. In, yeah in and, you know, the station, we didn't really care about her new furniture line, but the station <laughs> was like, go there and ask her about getting out of prison and what it feels like. And so we get there, and, you know, their PR people are like, no questions about right about the... Um, her prison sentence. However, however, I get we we take our turns, and then um, you know my producers are like, no, we got to ask her. We got to ask her. We, you can ask her a few questions about the furniture. So we, d- I did, and then I got escorted and kicked out. <laughs> oh, and she was wow. very mean. So they, she they was very nice to, at the beginning, and then she got to be very mean. They, they well, they lived up to what they said, right? Yep. Sometimes. What you're told by handlers, as opposed to what that celebrity might say, are two different things. So when, sometimes when you ask celebrity, they'll answer the question. Exactly. So. Mm-hmm. Do do we get to do our if we have a if we had our own concert if we booked our own yep. concert? Yep. So once in a while on the show, we'll do that. If you get to book your own concert, if you're booking the show, who would it be, Mary? You want to think about that while Brad answers? Let me think about that for a second. Okay. Right. Well, of course. Ricky Springfield, yeah, and then well, the first, <laughs> first, first, and and then Brian Adams because I took my sister to that as her first concert. He was great, and then yeah, uh, he's a good showman, isn't he? I really like yep. Brian Adams, and uh, and then uh, Summy Sonic. Why Summy Sonic closing time? Because one of my best friends in third and fourth grade was Dan Wilson. Oh, in the band, the lead singer. So huh. yeah, and uh, uh, he was the smartest kid in the class at Fernhill Elementary School in St. Louis Park. And and like I, I'd cheat off his. I mean, he didn't want me to cheat, but, but he was learning the multiplication division tables. Oh, I didn't know, I, so I'd do it. Look, I refer it. to that as mentoring. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. So so, um, but we'd we'd do some art stuff and hang out and play. You know catch and stuff so at any rate skip ahead from fourth grade um 
we had moved, and but I was at a party. I went to Benilde, and, and uh, he went to St. Louis Park, and we're in college, and he's going to Harvard, and I'm you know, playing tennis at the U, so we're chatting. Oh, what's, what's new? And you're, well, Harvard, you know, I'm kind of chasing this music thing, you know, and I'm thinking, like, God, you were the smartest kid in your class. You're never going to make it, and music <laughs> and then lo and behold he's got closing time and he's you know written yeah you know for adele and uh dixie chicks so so i'd have uh semi-sonic uh play what do you think of that mary well you know what i would choose is this is kind of boring but i would pick taylor swift because she has some scottish fold cats I love she? Scottish fold cats. So she's a cat lover. She is. I didn't know that. Um, I really, I have a, another um, underlying uh, goal, though, if I would have her on, and that would be to get her into cat rescue mm. and to have a talk with her about You've met cats. her, right? I have, yeah. And you, you were impressed? I mean, isn't that one of she your was, favorite? Yeah. Uh, she, she, you know, uh, she, yeah, because I went kind of lukewarm. I liked her, you know, my... Oh, okay. But I, I wasn't, you know, Not I, impressed. I, well, no, no, I was impressed with her. I just wasn't, that wasn't my music. I mean, that wasn't, you know, that wasn't Enter Sandman for me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, but, it, but I just, I respect her. I admired her, what she's done. And then when I met her, I just, I was like over the moon. She, she just, she's gotcha. Yeah. And you know why? Because she asks about the people in the room. Not me. She wasn't asked questions oh. about me. Well, she did, but I mean, she would go around the room and say, "Hey, Mary, oh God, this and that," and then hey, Brad. And but my wife, she, you know, she wanted to know where she got the boots. She wanted to know where she got the outfit. Where did you? And the and then they chat. You know, I could have left the room because they were talking, and she was talking about her. And I thought, boy, she gets it. She's making yeah. everybody in that room feel important mm-hmm. when, in fact, you're all there to see her. She didn't. I don't know. I just walked Absolutely. out of there and go, "God, dang it!" I, I mean, I liked her. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. You know, I, I'm a little more into. Uh, different kind of music, but I like it all. And and since man, I've just uh, I'm I could I could be her PR person if she wanted me to. I, I remember Daryl Bevel when he was the offensive yeah. leader here. He goes, I'm going to the Taylor's. So I said, Why? Her Taylor's dad is his financial advisor. Oh what? yeah, and he ran the record label, or you know, no way. Mm, yeah, I did not know that. Because hmm. huh. so she went away with um, furniture, cat furniture in St. Paul. The XL Energy Center, when she performed here, reached out to him to give her some cat furniture for her Scottish wow. Fold cats. Wow, well, you'd have a nice little bond there right away. So, yeah, so she is a huge cat lover. Somehow, I think you're the kind of person that could probably book that concert. <laughs> you're having pretty good success in that public relations world, aren't you? Well, I mean, what's in the, the name pet of your space, agency? It is Whisker Media. Well, there you go. And I mean, you're very, but you're being very humble. I, I, I know that you've hit it out of the park on that. Am I right, Brad? Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> she has several clients that big timers. Yeah. Doing well. well, you know, the whole mission of it is to give back to homeless animals. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's why I started the company. I mean, my true, I am truly like an animal rescuer. Yeah. And it just so happens that I, I love the PR space. Yeah. And so I just mix the two because why not? Mary Tan and Brad Madsen, great having you here. Thanks for coming out. It was a blast. Yeah, Thank so thanks for having us. All right. If I need to, if someone's following on social media, is there a way to do it? Yeah, go to just Mary M. Tan on Facebook or Whisker Media or my blog, my cat blog, which is Whisker Fabulous. Yes, and your former podcast partner, Brad and Mary, <laughs> had a podcast for the Vikings when podcasts were first 
the yep. beginning. Back in the day, 2007, 2008. We yeah. do it once a week uh, during the season. We had interview players, so I'd be out at community events and like with EJ Henderson and, and yep. all the different guys, get some scoop on them. You know, Bobby Wade, did you have a nickname? Yeah, it was Big Play Wade. Yeah. <laughs> See, that, that, yeah, how great was that? So that? Fun stuff, yeah. Well, great to have you guys here. Thank you very much, Brianne. Uh, fun show here today. Thank you, as always, for being here. And uh, we're back next week again with another edition of My First Concert. Our thanks to the folks over at AquariusHomeServices.com. Check them out. StarBank at StarBank.net and, of course, at Propane.com, the environmentally friendly energy for everyone for making it all possible. Download us on Apple, Spotify, or TalkNorth.com and just subscribe. It's that easy, and we look forward to seeing you next time on My First Concert. 